When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it is George Sedano. It is Scott Kaplan. Sedano and Cap is on for your Tuesday. There we go. A little NOLA music. Is Scott Kaplan there? It's a live imaging hey, Tuesday. I'm in the house. I am here. Are you there? I am here. You're back from NOLA. Your you little college trip with your daughter. We saw it all on Instagram. We're going to get right. to that. But you know who's here today sitting in for Sedano, Cap? I do. Handsome Your friend. Yeah. My show. The one and only Clinton Yates is here. And Cap's going to be nervous the whole day. It is Sedano and Cap, a Tuesday afternoon. Yes, here it is. I yeah. love Clinton. Look at yeah. Clinton. He's smiling. He's ready to go. Let's get to it. Sedano and Cap, your Tuesday right now. Yeah. What's up? Bum, 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 bum. How are we Ding, doing, brother? Dugan. I'm great, man. How are you, handsome man? I am well. I'm currently wearing... Uh, see, every once in a while, I like to flex on people and just let them know that I've done a couple things. So I'm currently wearing my 30 for 30 podcast sweatshirt. Hells to the For uh, those of you who don't know, I did a whole 30 for 30 audio podcast about the life of Ricky Henderson when he played for the Newark Bears, when he came back to the independent leagues to try to make sure that he was getting back into the bigs. He was like 42 years old, a la LeBron. He never made it back to the bigs, but... He was a big star for all the guys who played on that team. So if you ever want to check that out, 30 for 30 podcast, Ricky Henderson. I love the Newark Bears, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great story. It's about a guy who, you know, didn't want to let go of the game, and he just, you know, found a way to hang around. And as it turns out, the guy who started that league is now the president of the Oakland Athletics. I can't remember his name right now. Don't a- ask me why this is the case, Clinton, but years and years ago, I'm talking like 20-plus years ago, I got invited. I was working in New York City at the time. I got invited by the Newark Bears' Rick Cerrone. I don't know where that name just came from, who used to be a catcher for the Yankees, was the manager for the Newark Bears, and and I got to throw out the first pitch, but then they said, hey, you want to coach first base? So I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, I'm in uniform. Yeah, I I want to coach first base. Who gets walked and is standing there at first base? But uh, Ozzie Canseco. Really? Yeah, Jose Canseco's Lesser brother. known, yeah. And he stood there on first base while I'm supposed to be the coach, and all he did for some reason was complain to me about how much he hated independent league baseball and how he was trying to make it back to the major leagues. I could totally understand that. The Consecos thought themselves to be a very big deal. You know, funny story, one time, Jose Canseco, I think, was supposed to do a celebrity boxing match and sent his brother, and his brother, like, apparently crapped the bed, and it was awful. That could be, I could be making that up, but I feel like that's, uh, you know, somewhat an urban legend that I remember from, like, the, the early, the late 90s. Well, I definitely feel like, like, Jose Canseco, I don't know where these names have come from all of a sudden this <laughs> afternoon. He was in some celebrity boxing match and did not show well, as I recall. Right, that's what I'm saying. Celebrity boxing, not as easy as it looks. All right. Well, hey, look, it's Tuesday afternoon here on Sedano and Cap. Clinton Yates is in the house for Sedano, who is on assignment with the network. I don't actually really know where George is. That just kind of sounds really cool. And maybe he is on assignment with the network. He's in Miami doing the uh, Miami Suns game. Oh, nice. Fantastic. That's actually a pretty good basketball game, too. Yeah. Um, So Lindsay and Laura are in the house. Everybody's here. Clinton's filling in, which is great. We're going to have an awesome time. Um, First, let me just say, Linz, hello. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm lovely. How are you, Cap? How was your trip to New Orleans? My trip to New Orleans was good, even though, Clinton, it's important that I tell you in advance, I was hoping that this trip to New Orleans to visit Tulane University, I ho- I was hoping it would be a colossal nightmare and a disaster because I want my daughter to go to UCLA, not that she's gotten in yet. Sure. But I wanted her to go to Tulane and go, this place sucks. New Orleans is gross. I hate it here. Instead, of course, we came back, and she's like, I didn't want to come home. I can't wait to get there. I want to go to school there immediately. And she bought the hat. She bought the hat, the Tulane hat. Home of the green wave. You know, I mean, this is this is a good development in one sense. And this is one of the things that, to get sort of farther into some theories I feel about, like, the educational system in America, yeah. I feel like if you've got the opportunity to go to school in a cool place that's like a real city, it almost doesn't even matter what the school is. It's worth your time simply as a growing point as a human to learn about yourself in that place. I'm glad Trust you me, said that. Clinton. I know a lot of people who've gone to college at Tulane. They are what I would call 
professionals yeah. at this point. You know what I mean? And they've kept yeah. it together, but it's better to learn that at Tulane than it is to learn it when you're 24 or 25 and you got nothing to lose or you got a lot to lose anyway. So I support 100%. this. We like, we like the Greenway. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, there was this student panel that we sat through and there were these three young ladies that were up on the stage and I just sat there as a father like, my kid worked so hard, she got herself into this school, I didn't do anything. I mean, I did nothing to help at all. <laughs> And you know what? I want her to have this experience. And, and so if I, I literally said, Clinton, I'm going to leave this to the universe. I said, if you get into UCLA, I think it's a no brainer. You got to go to UCLA. But if you don't, you're win win. Your backup plan is Tulane and it's an awesome backup plan. That's so, a quality backup plan. And I'll tell you this, that I know from some level of secondhand experience, the graduation at Tulane off the charts. They hold that thing in the Super Bowl. And trust me, it is an outrageous party. Yeah. Does she want to go to UCLA over Tulane, Cap? No, 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 she doesn't. But I keep trying to convince UCLA that she's a phenomenal rower. Now, she's never really rowed before, but she's strong and she's, you know, kind of muscular and she works out really hard. And I bet you if they taught her how to row, she'd be awesome. See, I thought you were being serious and I thought she was like getting into Tulane on some kind of scholarship. No, Uh-oh. no, no. Uh-oh. It's all academics. This we don't is need my smart oh, well, so, so it is it is a scholarship, but it's an academics one. Well, sort of. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, but listen, I keep looking at it like from the financial standpoint, like UCLA in state is going to cost a whole lot less than Tulane. Right. This is so, not a varsity blues situation, Lindsay. No. I mean, come on. What are you talking no. about? Getting it on side scholarships based on phony. No, no, no. I thought that he like she genuinely was on the rowing team when he mentioned it last <laughs> okay. week. No. I was like, no, you're getting I'm, a dicey territory. No, 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 no. I thought she really was an athlete because yeah. he mentioned he mentioned that and he said like lacrosse or something. And I was like, oh, I, I genuinely thought she was an athlete. And most of those no. sports were Olympic sports. That's why I said that was yeah. a dicey topic. Anyway, fair enough. So, yeah, it was great, though. I'm serious. Like, I couldn't help myself as a dad, you know, because one thing about parenting is that you don't have a lot of time to do, like, real quality one-on-one time, especially when you have four kids like I do. Sure. So to take her down to New Orleans and show her a great time. I mean, I've spent a lot of time in New Orleans over the years. Yeah. And so to show her around. like We went to Bourbon Street on Friday night, and she's like, this is so awesome. And I'm like, it's crowded, it's loud, it's craziness, and this is the week after Mardi Gras. And then I was like, well, that's what she loves about it. Like for right. me, I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed for her. She's like, let's party. This is great. Sure. I, I, I like Bourbon Street. I don't love Bourbon Street. It's a step past what I'll call polite society for me. You know what I mean? I don't need I don't need puke in the streets. That's yeah. not really my level of interaction. When we can it comes find to that partying. anywhere here in LA. I'm sure you can, but like Bourbon Street has a special sauce, if you will. It's a little rowdy from my personal taste, but I understand why people like it when they first see it. Yeah, I know. Same for me. But that was only one night on Bourbon Street, and then the rest of the time was kind of hanging out in what's called Uptown New Orleans, which is isn't you know, the food really good? You said oh, that you man. were eating your way out of the city. We ate so much, and we had so many good meals. And the thing is, it's not like not like everything is pure Southern Creole kind of stuff. Even just tacos. You know, every chef's got their own take on tacos. We went to this Israeli Mediterranean place. I'm like, why are we having Mediterranean food in New Orleans? Why aren't we going more with the Creole? But every chef down there, you know, thinks they're a rock star, so everybody's got their own creations on everything. So it was awesome. I mean, we ate. And, and by the way, Clinton, do you know what the drinking age is in New Orleans? Is it not 21? Well, I or didn't is know. there one of those weird caveats where it's like if you're with a parent, you can do it at 19 or whatever? I don't it's know. It's a federal law cap. Yeah, I didn't know this. So I, I mentioned to these guys all last week, like, hey, what's the drinking age in New Orleans? Everybody laughed at me like, are you an idiot? Like, do you not realize that this is a federal law that the drinking age is 21? I'm like, I actually didn't. But I was going to ask everybody, are you guys sure? Because there was nobody carting my 18-year-old daughter getting into all these bars. Well, number one, probably because she was with you. But number Mm -hmm. two, let me ask you, the key rule there is the open container rule. It's not the drinking rule. And that's Mm. where the bourbon streets of the world get a little reckless. How do you go? Were you in a cap? Were you in a situation where you were walking the streets with a beverage in hand? I was not, but... But the daughter was imbibing and... Maybe others were too. Well, yeah, she wanted to get one of these drinks. Everybody's walking around with these plastic cups. The yards. Hurricanes. Yeah, and right. Hurricanes, and they're right. hurricanes in the cups. Or this one will happen to be called a hand grenade. Oh, you know? God, yeah. that thing is bad news, bro. <laughs> Just hearing that word took me back to a place that I don't ever want to be again. Literally. <laughs> I Not feel once. you, Clinton. Yeah, I was going to say it happened a little too much for me. Yeah, oh, thank I feel you. It, yeah. Can't I feel do it. it.
But Cap, think of like if she does go to Tulane, you talk about not having a lot of quality one-on-one time with her. You could have like those precious visits where I feel like you won't have as much of a chance to do that if she goes to UCLA. Yeah, I think you might be right. Like, like maybe I should be looking at it differently as in, hey, look, Tulane's an amazing school. The quality of kids that go there, a very, very diverse, which is really awesome based on, you know, where she goes to high school. And so mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. And uh, and just the whole demographic makeup of a city like New Orleans is so different than what she's experienced so far. So I, I liked it a lot. I was hoping I didn't, but I really, really did. And, um, yeah, New yeah. Orleans just goes crazy. Gives it you does. a reason to visit. You know, that's that's just one way to look at it. Simple as that. Yep, I'm with you on that. So, um, Clinton, I, before we get started, Laura, right at the beginning of the show, I heard a song that I'm not sure you intended to play, like just a two-second little clip, but I'm almost sure I heard the song from a, a an artist by the name of Debbie Deb. Look out, weekend! Here we here I come because weekends are made for fun. Did I hear that for like two seconds yeah, yeah, before I the up. intro? I messed up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but yes, no, no, don't worry about the mess up. I love that song. Yeah, it's it was Tuesday. A, yeah, it was a song for a Beto on oh. Friday that oh. he requested, oh. and I didn't take it out. And you know, girl messed up, so no. you heard that. No, girl, <laughs> girl, girl, you got to play that song. Um, you know this. You know this song, no, Debbie Deb. But you I don't? repeat, it's Tuesday. We're I closer know. to the previous weekend than we are to the yeah. next one. Come on, weekend, cause yeah. Oh, this is a good song. I've heard this song. I like this song. Yeah. I mean, this is the Laura, kind of song that I imagine though. people play at roller skating rinks. Totally. Yeah. Dude, That's how I know Whittier it. Whittier Boulevard. I'm telling you, just That's cruise it up. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be impressed the way I pulled out Debbie Deb on this. Come on. Yeah, that's strong. That's yeah. that's that's Good a pull for you. that's a your era pull. So I, yeah. I expect nothing less from the cap as yeah, I've heard you're you. going by these days. Yeah, I put a the in front of it. Do not help him with that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Just acknowledging it to be clear. <laughs> don't encourage the man. Full right to make fun of it later, but I'm, okay, you know, okay, I'm okay. acknowledging <laughs> it now just to be, be straight. It all that. happened because of the game, and now he wants to be the. Cat. I was listening. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Clinton Yates is here. Clinton, we're going to have a great day today. You know, when, when we started, like early this morning, when I was kind of you know talking to Lindsay and we were putting things together, I was like, okay, so this Russell Westbrook story is probably going to be a really, really big story. And I think it still is. But I can't believe what has happened so far today, just in terms of headlines. Yep. For, first, it was Aaron Rodgers and a four-year, $200 million contract. And that was a big story. Okay, fine. But then Russell Wilson getting traded, I almost feel like the Denver Broncos, who thought they were going to get Aaron Rodgers, didn't want to give Aaron Rodgers his day and made this trade for Russell Wilson today, which put Aaron Rodgers kind of on page two versus Russell Wilson on page one. Wouldn't be the first time a bunch of people passed on Aaron Rodgers to do something different. There's a reason why that happened when he first got drafted. That's another story. But, I mean, I think that this is a huge move for the Broncos, and it changes things. I know we don't do a lot of Chargers talk here, but the AFC West reevaluated. The NFC West reevaluated. We know the problems that the Rams had with the Seahawks on throughout the years. That doesn't necessarily correlate to who the quarterback is, but there's no way not to say, Cap, today that two major pieces of the NFL quarterback puzzle were not put, you know, were put, were put down. And that's going to change, you know, the course of the NFL season next season. Yeah, and I think, again, to your point, I think the Rams, when you really think about that, I could make a case that the Rams are the big winners of Russell sure. Wilson being moved to, to Denver. And I probably could make a really serious case that the Chargers are the big losers of having Russell Wilson go to Denver. So I thought Russell Westbrook was going to be the story. I didn't know for sure that Aaron Rodgers, although he'd been teasing that today would be his day, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, both huge headlines today. But I do want to jump right in on the Russell Westbrook story. So Clinton Yates is in for George Sedano. Let's get our first check on traffic, and then let's jump into the story of the day, Russell Westbrook and how he has now positioned himself based on what fans say to him. I want to hear everybody's opinion on it. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Yeah, it's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Clinton Yates, the handsome man. What's going or, on? Or should I say television's Clinton Yates. Both are That's why they kind of work together. Just yeah. a sidebar. That's kind, of, that's kind of how that works. So Clinton Yates is in for George Sedano this afternoon. We are going to get into the Russell Westbrook story because I can't wait to hear what you think about this because I intentionally did not want to ask you before we jumped on the air. Because I sure. don't know. I, I do not know if we're going to see eye to eye on this, if we're going to be completely opposed. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you think about, about his postgame press conference. But am I going to understand that our man Greg Bergman is still, still hanging around the studio? Greg is sitting directly across from me right now. He's That's right. He's wearing a nice uh, half-zip 710 ESPN. I'm only pointing that out because I don't have one of those yet. I can get you one of those. Uh-huh. We can make that happen. Okay, let's, we can let's, if you want to wear it. I can make, make it happen. happen. He just texted me a photograph. Okay, so here's what happened. Lindsay walked in and was like, hey, we've got this thing we're doing. Greg is wearing a rompim to a Lakers game. Yeah, For those of you who don't know too. what a rompim is, it's a one-piece that is basically the man version of a romper. I said, sure, I'm in. And Greg came in and said, are you sure about this? I said, yeah, let me just see the romper. I might be out. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. This is the ugliest romper I've ever seen in my life. There are good-looking versions of this, okay? This is my point. This does not have to be an ugly guy bit. Again, as the president of the local chapter, we can do this the right way. And actually get some cool rompim. You can wear a cool rompim, but Greg has to wear the one, one. I guess, that that they agreed on. Yeah, I'm back. You can do whatever you'd like. This one. Well, see, this is the whole point. Look at this. Look, you got a cat with a sword. It's like a pirate cat, and it's it's riding on a shark that's spitting out rainbows. Did you tweet this out? Bro, this looks like something that Yeah, it's on my Twitter. It's on Steve Mason's Twitter. Yeah. The general store in like the head shop in Asheville, North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Like it's got a real like kooky, I don't know, like a kooky hippie vibe to it. Now, but Kat. I don't hate it. Wait, it's I'm, just I'm not for me. For it. I need to see this. No, I, I, sent, it, I sent a picture to, to you. I sent picture. A, yeah, I sent a picture to you. And Cap, okay. you would absolutely wear this. This I is no you specifically yes. would oh. wear this. Oh, dude! Not only would I wear it, um, I wouldn't have to wear it to pay off a bet to a Laker game. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of thing that I would like to rock just in my regular everyday life. Okay, so put it this way. I was on with Mason in Ireland, and they said, yeah. will you do this? And I was like, well, you got to pay me. And they said, for 100 bucks." And I said, sure. Yeah, that's, let's go, oh, let's, man, let's go for it. That's how it happened? Yeah, it was, very, it was very just like, yeah, why not? Is this and then I texted, money or real money? Actually, no. Then Lindsay texted me and yeah. said, what's a rompim? Because didn't, she didn't know what it oh, was. Oh, you were familiar. She no, because I said, I, said, I said, what is a rompim? Is that like something for a romper for a guy? And he said, yes, it's exactly, exactly what it is. exactly what it is. I'll tell you a quick story about that. So one time I went to a Vanderbilt University baseball game in Nashville. It was on a Saturday. And I, it was the first time I'd ever been to that stadium. This was years ago. A bunch of dudes, like 15 dudes, obviously frat brothers or whatever, showed up, all of them in rompims. And they were like different emojis all over the ones. The guy had one guy. This guy was clearly the ringleader. He had the eggplant emoji romp. Oh, I was no. like, this guy is a genius. <laughs> I might have to find me one of those to take down. The- uh, so, okay, so that was your question. question. Yeah. Are these tacos on there as well? <laughs> I, you know what? I don't really, I haven't done a full yes. like look. Is it tacos that yeah, are on there? Oh, it is tacos. That's our tacos. You want to know what's funny is my nephew would wear this design as a sweatshirt. Like he's asked me for things like this for Christmas <laughs> on a sweatshirt and he's 10. We How did you find this, this particular romp him? And by the way, who came up with the word romp him? I, I never heard of that until today. I mean, I was able to put two and two together. So, but this was a bit that we did with Mason Ireland a few years ago, probably like 2018, 2019, where John had to wear a pineapple romp him for 100 bucks. Oh, Mason paid him okay. $100, and they're like, oh, we want Greg to do that now, too. I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> He's like, and now I get to sit next to, to Ireland and do the stats for him while wearing the wow. romp him. Oh, you're going to oh, actually really? work. That's what, that's, what, that's what he said. I just said, you've got to get me a good seat. And he said, you can sit next to me. <laughs> yeah, Is that Greg- because he doesn't normally have a stats man working with him? Yeah, and he said he's going to pay him, give him the day off paid, just so oh. Greg can sit next to him and do the stats. So he can gallivant oh. around yes. L.A. Live with the romping on. This, I mean, this is social content waiting. Yes, happen. exactly, because Greg and I were going to go to a game, and yes. then I heard the romping bit, and he's like, so why don't we just put two and two, like make this like kill two birds with one stone, and you could go to the game with me as the romping with I, the romping Exactly. I said, Lindsay, like, you would go right. with me? She's like, I'm in. Well, let's so. do it. And then I was telling Clinton about it, and he was like, I'm in. And I'm I was like, oh, this, this is well. the whole thing I'm now. 100% in on this. So, okay, we are just going to have to do at least one lap. Romper. We have to do one lap around the actual court. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, I'll be doing the show that day. We can do the whole yeah. show oh, yeah, yeah. from the yeah. court yeah. in the rompims. What's the date of that? What's the date we want to bang out some We haven't picked the date that yet. That works for me. So, the, uh, well, I, we let's, talked about Let's work this out. The 23rd. 
The 23rd. That is the day after my birthday of March. That is two weeks from today plus one day. Totally wow. fine with me. Can you, is, that a, is there a game that day? I don't they have play yep. the Sixers. And we have oh, a short a show one. because Clinton's, Clinton's filling in that day. Bingo, bango. Oh, that's perfect. See how, the, see how a lovely bit comes together? Morales, so, I hope you're paying I, I attention. Qu- We're putting bits together on the fly. This is good stuff. I have a question. Um, Greg, have you already acquired this Rompim? No, so they're supposed to buy it for me. But if all of us are going to do this in cap, you are welcome to come yeah, up and hang out I'd with let us. That, I don't know that I'd let that up. <laughs> <laughs> be up to, but, to mixing it up. Yeah, no, exactly. So if we just have to do it, we're, we're all in rompums. Now, Lindsay, will you wear a romper? Sure. Okay. I mean, you can See? find fashionable ones. You can Absolutely. definitely find yeah. fashionable okay. ones. Okay, so that if we all just go as like one big gang and go into in. the... The, to the to crypto, I almost said staples. <laughs> Go to crypto, all in rompums and rompers. We just have a big old blast with it. We can get social. The whole big in. thing. I'm in. I really love the great white shark puking the rainbow. <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I think it's it is awesome. So I really here, like. It. Here's the question though, Cap, and this is what I want to ask you. You know, you said you would do this just in your everyday gallivanting around town. Now there is a. There's a sex appeal element to what the rompum is supposed to bring. You know, the question is, you know, how tight. And how fitted are we really actually going on this in terms of, let's just say, what we're going to be able to see once we put the romp him on? Because, you know, yeah. it's difficult to get in and out of those things if you've got to use the bathroom, Greg. It's not exactly the easiest thing. No, it's not maneuver. supposed to be easy. I've never actually worn one, but <laughs> I'm assuming that it's not the easiest so, thing to get in and out of. As women should know. Wait, I would yes, yes. Okay. But I got a text from someone that said, you guys have to go up to Hyde. With those rompers. Oh, 100%. Okay. You have to go. I'm as, totally in. As long as social is with us and we're taking pictures. Can I be I'm part of social that day? I just want to follow you guys and take pictures. I Tommy, swear. Tommy. Tommy, can I be part of social that day? I just want to make fun of you guys. I'm going to be like the person making fun of you guys. You guys can you make are, fun by of the us? Way, if, you are, if you are Googling romp him and you go to shopping, I mean, it gets... Interesting, right? It's pretty, yeah, interesting, pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. You know oh, there's some that yeah. no, I said no, absolutely not to. There's an American what? flag one that is just right. not, like, I don't know not if appropriate for right. any way. I don't know if I unless you're Borat, that's right. the only way. <laughs> that's Cap, not exactly would, the family show type of Cap, material. Cap, would you would you like rock the rompum too? I would. I would so rock this, but I gotta say, like, you must be wearing drawers with this sort of outfit, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. 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 No, I would hope so. Of course. I mean, I, pre- presuming you're in public with it on. So yeah. you were planning not to. <laughs> I mean, it's just my my natural inclination <laughs> is, is to, you know. Of course. Thank, thanks for dropping that. I'm glad, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we dropped that in. Four, 421, 422. Honestly, we've got we to visualize that. I really, really like this outfit, Kids though. I mean, I like the cat riding on the shark, the shark puking the rainbow. I love the constellations in the background. Oh, and the, the tacos are so random. You know, Point. Well, yeah, because the tacos are the random part, not the, right, not exactly. the pirate not cat, the whole or thing. the cat, the cat in a hat, <laughs> right. on a shark. not that part. Yeah, this is but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm all for doing this it. Is, I'm glad we're gonna do it. This is my kind of bit. You know what I'm saying? True. Wearing outrageous so outfits mm-hmm. for no real reason and just taking a bunch of pictures. So we need you to actually like, you know, you. This is your style. You this is what you the do. Charge on yes. This? No, okay. you need to actually like, while we're wearing all these things, actually talk about. What so we're here's wearing. here's here's what we're going to do. We're going to do something, Cap, that I think you're going to like. We're going to coordinate, but we're not going to match. You see what I'm saying? Ooh, so okay. everybody has like similar themes. So we're 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 gonna stay in this color realm lens, but I'm not wearing anything this heinous. I don't mind something purple. <laughs> no, that's just me. I don't mind right. something even sort of even rainbowy. That's a lot for me. But we can go with the purple base because obviously it's a Lakers game. But Lake, that's, I, think, yep. I, I think mm-hmm. that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna coordinate and not match. Okay, yeah, this is a purple you know, that's base. Something that we like to do. I'm oh, Sean no. McVay. I popped like in right quick. I look good in I look good in like the yellowish gold. The right guys gold. in the right places right. at the right time. Exactly. So you could you could wear like the purple. I can wear like the yellowish gold one. You know. Oh, oh so yeah. you're trying to you're angling for the best. See, that's what she's doing. She's angling for the. If I could just wear something that might not actually look like a bit, yeah. I can just use it for social. That's yeah, smart. totally. That's now smart. Jorge Briones said that he would walk around with me, but he wouldn't wear anything like this, and he wouldn't do it. Can we get him to actually join yes, in Yes, he on needs this? to do it, and then I'll walk around and make fun of all oh, you guys. Okay, oh, you, you're going to yeah. stay on the outside. Yeah, because right. totally totally she's going to partake. You guys all partake, and someone has to be on the outside, and that has to be me. Yeah, Janice and Carla. Why would Briones not be into it? This is the same guy that same guy that dyed his hair blue. Right, that after was the. Ra- I mean, that was good. And by the way, yes, I agree. I, Laura, I think you two 
should join the romp her, romp him. The way gang. my legs are set up, nobody that's needs to work. see that. Yeah, that's, no, 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 that's not no, happening no, for no, you. No, 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 that's no, fair. No, no. The way your legs are we set all up. Go in or we don't go in at all. <laughs> okay, Cap. It's a joke that references a Kevin Hart bit where he talks about how he's broke at the club and he says he's trying to transfer money from one account to the other to pay his bills. Wait, you've never heard like, the come The way my on, bank yeah. account's set up, I can't really do this. That's not a joke. That's what that's No, I didn't know that one. I feel like I know a bunch of Kevin Hart stuff. You know, yeah. All right. Well, um, cruising rompims right now. This is rompims. I, I'm telling you, I didn't. Even, I thought that it was just a guy's romper. I didn't know that they actually changed the name to I'm romp him. Cap. I, I didn't know either. See, Cap, I thought you'd be wearing this walking around Tulane over the weekend. Right. <laughs> that would be the kind of outfit that I could rock. Perfect for Tulane. Yeah, that would it be would. really good. Dang. That's what I'm saying. I was oh, in Nashville good. when I first saw it in the wild. Similar sort yeah. of stuff. Especially right around now. Oh, that place is cracking yeah. right Absolutely. now. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to see if, like, a cool company I actually like makes So, wait, so, Greg, you didn't know the official date of which Laker game you were supposed oh, no. to rock the romping? I mean, we only have so little it was a time bit, It was left. a bit in progress. Yeah, yeah you know, we, right. got, we made the idea, and they said you have to do this for 100 bucks, and I said, okay, so we just didn't figure out a date yet. But it looks like Lindsey and Clinton want to do the 23rd. Yeah. Yeah, because we were going to go to the Fully game this coming Monday. Concerned. We can have a full tweet up where other people wear romp. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a very we can good make idea. This a much bigger thing. See what yes. I'm saying? I love that. You guys I could even it. walk over to LAPC Together. and get ready, like in the green room, yeah. and make it a whole thing oh, with, yeah. with hair and wardrobe. <laughs> you just want hair that and would, wardrobe. No, yeah, I don't that's really. exactly what, what it is. No, is I don't need to. I don't need that. I could do that on my own. I'm saying, but if you guys were in there, like the stars sitting in the chairs, getting your hair done and stuff, that would look amazing. So you want directors' chairs. And like like those little fans where they yes. blow stuff on you, so your hair that would be amazing like, oh. social content. You okay. can't lie. Right, Let me ask you guys it. this question: If LeBron's knee isn't right and he's not playing that night, do you guys think we could convince LeBron to rock a romping with oh, us? Okay, so this is an important point. One of the most famous pictures of LeBron on the internet is a picture of him in something pretty close. Well, that's short to a romping, right? I mean, but the look, the vibe okay. is similar. That vibe, okay. and this is a great segue into something I'm going to tell you guys later in the show. His vibe is very much island destination vacation. Don't mess with me. Your boy happens to be going on an island destination vacation this week. One, two, three, Cancun hey style? Not quite Cancun. I'm not going to tell you the island because I don't want people showing up. But <laughs> the point is that I think that LeBron, this is not far away from something we've seen him do before. The one piece is the only real difference. Yeah. I mean, I think that this is the kind of outfit that LeBron would look at and go, you know what? Doable. Yeah. I am so down with this romp him. And if you guys want to be a romp him Gang, crew, yeah. team, well, whatever. Think of a word that starts with R, like the road, not roving romp. That sounds road like. dogs. No, I'm <laughs> no, we'll something. Brigade, joke. Joke. something. Don't along shake those your head lines. at me. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. Yeah, we we'll can need a little alliteration here. I think. Right. Yeah. Greg Bergman, this is a solid concept. Hey, yeah, see, it's fun, right? I, don't, I have no problem with it, and I love the fact that Lindsay was just so on board immediately. She's like, "Yeah, I'll go." I have one question for everybody: um, Must you have uh, skin exposed on legs, or can you wear, like, some sort of athletic tights? Yeah, yeah. No, I thought about this. I mean, that's a great question. You know, <clears throat> you know, that's a good question. We like to make sure that we're in multiples. We work on that. It's something that we do well in our meeting rooms. Just a great experience to be around everybody, tights or not. I'm Sean McVay. No, but I thought about that. And I might, if I can find a pair, like, if I can coordinate it well, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe not to go full gold underneath the, the purple, but, you know, something that stays in within the bit, that might just make it look better either yeah, way. You know? I'm going, I'm, I'm I'm going, going full legs. Yeah, okay. I'm just going exactly what they have going on in this picture. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, because I think that if you – No, no, exactly. <laughs> if you wear the tights, I think that you're saying, hey, I'm trying to you know put this outfit together. You're I think afraid. if you don't wear the tights, you're like saying – this is the kind of stuff I rock all the time. Sure, but there's a, you know it, it gets cold at night. You know what I mean. So That's I'm not, not going to be mad at that. But also, I realized too that the tights might also like limit your range of motion within the actual romping. Like this might that might not actually work in terms of like the purpose of wearing tights because you know that 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 crotch part rides up a little. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, when you're not yeah. dealing now, with the yeah. usual. Last last question for me. Do you think that we can somehow find either? Find a way to get Lawrence Tanter to to introduce us, or if maybe the Laker girls like bring us out and do a dance with this them. Is too far. This too far. No, not, there's, there's never there's too no far. Way. No, Clinton. There's never I mean, too far. I better be getting five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, really. That no, was going to be my last question. You get a hundred bucks. Do yeah. we get paid too? <laughs> I Wait, know. I have I'll, an idea. I'll throw like ten bucks at you. What's so, the is idea? there any way? You know how we have like the Mason and Ireland, Sedano and Cap, Travis and Sliwa on the the scoreboard? Yeah, up, sure. You know, maybe we could replace it for one night. 
with something about oh, the rompems. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's not a bad idea. You know? Tommy, we're, yeah, we're That's looking at you. That's not a bad idea, right. We got a lot of tentacles going out. Yeah, instead the of right them now. saying, like, listen to Mason in Ireland, you could say, check out the guys <laughs> over in bojos. section blah, blah, blah <laughs> from Mason in Ireland in Sedano and Cap. <laughs> yeah, you know, promotion for all. I'm all for it. Hey, work. listen, the next thing work. we need, maybe we need a sponsor. Maybe we need a rompem sponsor. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Call up your robe guy, Cap. See if he makes yeah, yeah, rompers. I, I'm, you know, you, not a bad idea. Listen, you're the guy who would have this at the closest really ready. Is. Between all your yeah. goofy golf shirts and your magician stuff, I would expect that the rompem would be an easy <laughs> yeah, text right. to get somebody to have customized ones here tomorrow. <laughs> I know? should say to my robe guy, hey, you know what? You need to expand. Yeah. Instead uh-huh. of just being a robe guy, be a robe guy and a rompem guy. It's dual. It's Very perfect. I think you should just make a call as soon as we get to break. Greg Bergman, this is a phenomenal idea to you. Hey, thanks. It's it's theirs. I I can't take credit. I just said okay. The cross-show promotion is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. All right, listen, we're, we're just getting started here. Everybody's warmed up now. Everybody's ready to roll. Coming up, I can't wait to hear, Clinton, your thought on this Russell Westbrook situation because I know I got my thought, and I'm not so sure that mine is the – is the the politically correct way of looking at things? I'm 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 kind of feeling like I might piss everybody off with my opinion about all of this. So I can't wait to hear yours. Everybody, stick around. Let's start jumping into it. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, it's Sedano and Cap here on a Tuesday afternoon on 710 ESPN. Clinton Yates what up? from the Handsome Man community is in the house. How are we doing today? We're doing really well, and I'm feeling very liberated all of a sudden because of our whole rompim talk and this discussion of it is the 23rd that you want to do the Laker game, correct? Correct. That's when they play the Sixers at home. I'll be a big oh, game, man. too, so that'll yeah, have that, a lot I mean, of eyeballs. Extra, extra. Uh-huh. <laughs> A lot of eyeballs. So, Lindsay, you're in on the romper. Yeah. yeah. Clinton's in on the romp him. Yep. Bergman definitely is already committed because he's going to be doing stats for Ireland that night in the romp him. And I am, I'm, just, I'm just open to all kinds of wacky stuff anyway. So this I'm is going to be great. We can do live stream. We can, we can take questions. We can do all sorts of stuff. I plan on coming to the studio that day in the romp him. We're probably going to organize some type of a meetup because we'll have time because of pregame before the game. And then we'll all go over. We'll, we shall romp over together nice. to the crypto. That's now, what we're going to do. The only thing that will be better is if I, I look at the schedule and I see that the reason that Sedano is out that day is because he's doing the oh game. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be if great. If he's doing the game, that'll be even better. Embarrassing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh this yeah. is a great plan. I love this. Anyway, we have actual basketball stuff to talk, Kaplan. Let's go. All right, let's do it. So tell me what you think. I, I Just give me your first impression. The Lakers go to San Antonio last night. They don't have LeBron. Sore knee. This is coming off the weekend game where he put up 56 because Matthew Stafford was in the house. You know, he's got to put on a show of course. when the Super Bowl champs are in the house. But then 56 points and all that exertion, and now the knee's messed up, and you're going down to San Antonio. And at least my thought was going into the game, well, San Antonio's terrible. So even without LeBron, a team that's trying to fight to get into the postseason, they still should be able to win this game with just a little bit of momentum, and they couldn't get it done. But then after the game, the story is not necessarily about why they lost. The story becomes all about Russell Westbrook. So I'm going to throw it to you, Clinton, and tell me this. What was your takeaway from Russell Westbrook's post-game press conference. Okay, so there's a couple things I think about this that I think are going to color what I'm saying on a more sort of wide sense, and they have to do with Westbrook being sort of the prism. I thought between the comments he made about on the court, off the court, in his real life, to me, it was an indication of just how demoralizing 
this season has been for the Lakers. Because the specific comments about whether or not he likes the West Brick nickname and what's happening with his kids and their self-worth, that's one thing. But Cap, to me, that really was just the straw. The overall fit of who this player has been on this team, as in Russell Westbrook, being in his hometown, the constant grind of dealing with the fact that his performance has been subpar at best and expectations, whether he wants to call them real or not, have been not met. To me, the Westbrook thing is a very small element in a larger season of frustration, and that's why he went so far with it. I don't think that that word in particular actually hurts his feelings that much, but I think after months and months and months of all the other stuff, That's the thing that broke the dam. Yeah, I I feel like here's a guy who, when he's in Oklahoma City, nobody really cares. You know, when when he's in Houston or even Washington, D.C., I know it's your hometown, but but no one cares per se. You're playing for the Lakers in your hometown, and your teammate is the biggest star in sports on the entire planet. So all eyes were going to be on the Lakers. There are expectations of the Lakers as a, as a team that competes for championships. And when they don't, people point fingers. And, and Russell Westbrook, because of the $44 million that he makes and this very nonchalant attitude that he has had, it has just rubbed people wrong. And so, you know, you're telling me that this is the first time in his entire career that some fan yelled the word Westbrook rather than Westbrook? Really? Like his entire career, he's never heard that before where people take liberties with your last name because they're trying to make up some kind of goofy joke about your poor performance. Is he that thin-skinned, really? I don't think so, and that's kind of what I'm getting to. I think that he's this thin-skinned in this moment about this particular situation. But let's not forget also, some of Russell Westbrook's funniest like viral memes are him getting into it with crowd people that have gotten out of control. Like This is, in fact, a personal problem for him that has existed as you mentioned, for some of those other teams he played for. So, like, I get what you're saying. You're making $44 million. You're throwing up bricks left and right. People are booing you on your home court. You should be able to deal with it from simply a competitive advantage standpoint. However, this is a career full of this, and if he's particularly amenable to feeling weird about it, I get why it's added up to something that ultimately he just does not like. Now, that being said, There's an element of this that we can't just look past, which is that obviously this is affecting his home life. If his wife is getting death threats or people are getting stupid on the Internet with her, it's not a short line to say, you know what, anything upsets me. So I get why a lot of people look at him like, man, this is an awfully soft stance from a guy who's supposed to be one of the hardest players in the league. But when that stuff is going home, Cap, it's not easy to ignore. I acknowledge that. But this is the same guy who a week ago – when somebody asked him, hey, you know, do you take this home, like these losses, people booing you, do you take this home with you? And if you recall, at the press conference, his answer was, no, I don't take this home with me. I got a beautiful wife. I got three beautiful children. This is just a game. This doesn't bother me. When it's over, it's over. And I know a lot of people, you know, who live and die with, with every Laker win and loss, they were really turned off by that. But to me, this is the part that really just sort of irritated me, is the victim card now. And that's just the way I heard it. You know, it's like, hey, look, um, this guy's calling me Westbrook. Um, my children go to school. They're so proud of their last name, and they're so proud of who they come from. And so anybody who disrespects me going forward, um, you're going to hear about it from me. I'm like, wait, your kid writes down your last name at school, and somebody called you Westbrook? And because of your kid's pride of your last name, now you're going to have to deal with this person by person? I, I, I just feel like... I feel like Russell Westbrook has painted himself as, I'm the victim. I mean, I, I, look, if that's how he feels, I see, I see what you mean. But, I, look, if he genuinely doesn't feel that he, he can bring his kids to games, I, I don't I – don't, I mean, I don't like that. And if he's, I don't presume that he's lying about it. You know, it might be a little bit more Pollyannish than the next person. But I've been to Lakers games. You've been to Lakers games. People are vicious. You know what I'm saying? And rightfully so. But I think that goes back to what you're saying, which is that – the nonchalance is a real factor, you know, because when you're answering questions as if it doesn't matter to you, well, then why should it matter to anybody else what you think of them? You know, and that's where sort of the logic of the booing, the cheering, the sport, the support, the respect, it gets kind of muddied, I think, for a lot of people, because the idea is, well, if you're out there dogging it, at least in their opinion, 
Well, then, yeah, somebody's going to say something. So, again, I think this just mod- you know, magnifies a larger element of demoralization around what's happened with this team. You're plummeting out of the race in terms of what was going on with uh, you know, a, a, an actual play in, a playoff spot, never mind a play-in spot. People are injured. Nobody's winning games. And folks are making fun of you. It's not an easy situation at all, Cap, and I would hate to have to deal with that if I was him. Yeah, and listen, and I, I feel for Russell Westbrook that if, he's, can't, if his kids and his wife go to a game and they're being heckled, that sucks. But by the way, they're not the only ones. I've been to many, many games in my life where I've sat in a family section, and I've heard the fans who know that it's the family section giving it to the family members in the game. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it happens. And I've heard, I've seen family members from the same team get into it with each other. Oh, he sucks. It's like, hey, that's my person. We're on the same team. What are you doing? Like, I've literally seen people whose brother or son play on a team and they're in the same section in a stadium and they wind up getting into a verbal shouting match because even the family members are criticizing the, another player on the team. Oh, yeah. So that's I part mean, of the equation. I mean, I, I hear you. It's, it's, not nothing, it's not anything new. You know what I mean? This is not some groundbreakingly violent situation in his life. I just think he's a guy that finally feels like he can express what it is. And honestly, there's no short, there's no, there's a very easy line to draw between, I don't know, how people treat him, how his performance is metastasized on itself, where he just doesn't feel like he can get better if he's constantly getting booed. And I'm not saying that's anybody's fault. I'm just saying that they're pretty clearly linked to me. All right, I want to keep going. I know a lot of yeah. people want to get in on this. I know everybody's got an opinion about it. For me, I, Clinton, I love hearing what you're saying. I, to me, the word demoralization, like this has been a demoralizing season. For me, I will just say I can't stand the fact that he's trying to turn himself into the victim. Um, when a week ago he was telling everybody, I don't really care that much. So we can keep going on this. Everybody stick around because this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. So... If you want to jump in, hey, Laura, I, I haven't asked you. Are our phones ready to go? Are we back together yeah. again? We have, yeah. phones, we have phones. I see names. Yes. I see places. And I have an update on the other side that I'll tell you about. Beautiful. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. I can't wait to hear what people think about what Russell Westbrook said last night. Everybody stick around because we had a great afternoon together. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Clinton Yates is in the house. What's going on? Yo, CY, how about this? The date you picked out, March 23rd, for yeah. the Lakers versus the Sixers, for us to all show up in our rompims. Sure. We just checked the schedule. Sedano is calling the game on ESPN Yo. National Radio. That was my update. So this is great news. Listen to the breaking news sounder. Extremely important piece of information there, which means that we're going to do a couple different things. Number one, we're going to ambush him and take a photograph because he's probably going to be looking great. You know, he's, he's a big turtleneck community guy. He always looks good on the sidelines. So I'm sure he's going to be looking great. And, you know, that's it. We're just going to constantly barrage him with embarrassing stuff. With us oh, dude, goofy he will be so humiliated. <laughs> If we all show up in these rompims and they're outrageous and he's like, hey, guys, I'm trying to be a professional here, you know, trying to work here, trying to call well, a game, bit, if you don't bit, mind. Here's the bit, Cap. The bit is to act like none of us know who we are and we're just who, who he is or that's he doesn't funny. know who we are and we're just big Sedano fans. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the move. Oh, my God. Is it, it might you? be funnier if yeah. we don't tell him about this. Well, he might hear. Yeah, he might hear. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a little late for that, but, you know, we'll see. It'll be fun. Dude, I saw Tommy. I was like, Tommy, I totally want in on this. Like, I <laughs> totally want in now. This By the way, I don't think Sedano's listening right now in Miami. Just, just no, but, pe- but you know, Twitter will let him the know. Tweets, right. the tweets, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But, you know, we don't have to tell him when we're coming. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In terms of how this goofy ambush is going to work. So. But what do you, do you think there's any chance at all? And I, I think your natural reaction is going to be no, no chance. But wait a second. Is there any chance at all? That Sedano, who's going to be calling the game on radio, could we convince him to be part of the bit 
and he could broadcast in the same rompim? I think there's a decent shot, but this is something. This is a campaign we start today. He, and he's a little saying. new to like the radio on ESP, like the NBA on ESPN yeah, radio. Yeah, he'll be a gig. little focused. His, so, yeah. This is his new gig. Yeah. I kind of don't want to throw him off when he's trying to make sure he sharpens his sword, so to speak. I, you know, that might be a little bit unbecoming. That doesn't mean I'm not going to sit right there next to him and broadcast live while he's going through his pregame stuff so I can make sure that everybody <laughs> knows what's going on. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> oh, let's love it. All right, so listen, let's, let's see what's going on out there. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We were talking about Russell Westbrook and his post-game press conference. And for those of you that may have missed it, we'll play it for you so you can hear it for yourself. Let's go to the phones. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what people think about this situation. Here is Adam in Boyle Heights. Yo, Adam, Sedano and Cap, you got Clinton Yates in the house. What do you think, man? Honestly, my honest opinion, um, shout out to Laura. I'm, I'm, I, I listen to her, and shout out to you guys too, but Laura, she, she's on point a lot of times. But look, he, he, here's how it is. Me, personally, I think uh, Russell Westbrook is, is, is being a baby um, because I'm, I'm from the inner city. I'm from Los Angeles, right? And so out here we grind, uh, the majority of us. You know, Hollywood and all that, that's a perspective that certain people get. But in our reality... Westbrook is from an area where not everybody gets out of this area, right? And so he's making millions of dollars. And um, when he gets praised, he's okay with that. But when he's, um, you know, right now he's, you know, he's slumping and people are saying certain things. And then he comes off uh, not right when he's over there talking about, well, you know, what he, he's just bad to the media. He He doesn't really comprehend the fact that he was playing with the Lakers and the expectations and he, he just comes off the wrong way so for me he's being a baby and I'm more on cap side on this side uh, I appreciate the phone call but here, here's the other thing and this is something we talked about I talked about when I was in last week cap with um, Travis and Sleeper which is okay sure one might have and by one I mean Lakers fans might have a personal or let's just say performance problem when it comes to how they think Russell Westbrook is is doing but let's not forget what happened here there's a reason why this guy is on this team. It's because the basketball brain trust of the Los Angeles Lakers thought that this would work. I'm more concerned about where the, you know, the forward-thinking method of the front office is going than I am concerned about Russell Westbrook in specific in regards to the team, in terms of the present and the future, Scott. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're making mistakes like getting that guy here with that level of risk, okay, fine, maybe it didn't work out and maybe he's having a tantrum that is kind of difficult to explain, but, bro... These choices are not what we're looking for when it comes to chasing reins. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is I think, and I've said this to George a million times, I think that Russell Westbrook is maybe 60-40, that he'll wind up being back with the Lakers. And everybody says, no, you can't. Hmm. you got to get rid of him. you got to find a way no matter how. you got to find a way. But I'm starting to think now that there is no way for him to be on this team next year. I don't think so either. I think that's a good point. Let's go to the phones. All right, here we go. Here's Paul in Englewood. Yo, Paul, you got Clinton Yates in the house on Sedano and Cap. What's up? What's going on, guys? Much love. Hey, check this out. On on Westbrook, I'm from L.A., born and raised, you know, all all that. The thing is, with Russell Westbrook, I do understand when people attack your family, you will draw your line in the sand at that time. But this is just the the, uh, the the straw that broke the camel's back. He had to find something to react to because of his poor play. Now, if you look at it and you look at Russell Westbrook through all his career, tell me these stats are, are, are better than what he's always done? No, they're way down in the pits. And you can't say your, complac- your compl- complacency in, in, on the team, you can't blame it on the coach. This is the time right now that you grab your, your stuff and you go in and you go in because this is the dream that you wanted. And him being from L.A., he should know we ain't taking nothing else other than the best. And your best is not being put on the table. It's a good point. I think, though, that one of the reasons why 
that is something that kind of slides with a lot of people is because the point the previous caller made. He is from L.A. There are things that are more important. But I do also believe, Scott, that there is a limit to what people think the separation should be when it comes to professionalism and what you bring home and what you don't. There's one thing to say that this doesn't affect me because I understand my work-life balance and I've got more important things to do. It's another thing to say that we didn't have any expectations and therefore we're not, no, we're not disappointed. That's, yeah. Those are not the same in my opinion. Yeah. Here, let's keep it rolling. David in Van Nuys. Sedano and Cap here. Clinton Yates is in for Sedano. Talk to us. Hey, guys. You're on the air. Yeah. You got to lower your radio, dude. All right, moving right along. Yeah, David, talk to us. There we are. Hey, yeah, I just want to say Westbrook really isn't the problem. Like, people forget that we've got rid of a lot of key pieces that helped us win a championship, whether it was Caruso, whether it was whether it was uh, key defensive players, you know, AD is hurt. So Westbrook is an easy scapegoat because of his style of play and because of his personality. But honestly, it could just be a bad year. There's no denying that he's missing shots, that he's throwing up bricks or whatever. But, you know, everybody has a bad year. He could come back next year and have the most amazing season, traveling, uh, averaging a triple-double, all that stuff again, and, you know, ball lights out. So, you know, it's, it's one bad year. People forget that the dude did average a triple-double. Like, he's been a MVP candidate in the past. Like, it could just chalk up to a bad year. Stephen Curry's having a bad year shooting three-point percentages. It's his lowest out of many seasons. So, you know – you could just talk it up to a bad year and say, all right, next season, re-up. Sure. I, and I, I don't think that that's completely – I mean, I think probably more importantly, too, that better be what it is if you're a Lakers fan, Scott. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't buy this, you, by the way, at all. I cannot you, buy this but, call, but, but, not but one hear bit. what I'm saying, though, because that's all that, – that might be the only option you really have is to keep this thing together, hope they get healed in the offseason, and figure it out. Because you don't have a whole lot of flexibility with a Westbrook. There's not a whole lot of two- and three-team trades you could make to get rid of $44 million on the books because that's already happened once in this league. And the player we got traded for is no longer playing, John Wall. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, that's the rosiest possible lens to look at this with. Guy just had a bad year. It got to him. Maybe he figures it out next year. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, really positive outlook. I just don't see it. And, and you're right. I think, you know, caller said – Westbrook has been the scapegoat in all of us. I don't disagree with that. In yeah. fact, there were a couple weeks ago I was like, you know what, I'm starting to really feel bad for him. Like, everybody's just piling on. But like the caller said, he's from L.A. He knew what he was getting himself into. He essentially politicked to get onto this team. LeBron and A.D. then went to the front office and said, we believe that we can do this. So everybody got on board. This thing's turned into a disaster, and now here we are in the last 20 games of the regular season. You just come off your biggest win of the year. LeBron can't, can't play now, and you think that there's enough to win this game. They don't win the game, and then instead of even just dissecting what went wrong, the more entertaining angle is what Russ turned this into, which is, you know, um, I really hate the fact that somebody called me Westbrook, and then it turns into this whole story about his kid at school and how proud he is of his name. And in the final analysis, I'm looking at this going, Dude, are you really trying to turn yourself into the victim here? It's enough drama to make an HBO show out of it. By the way, I watched the first episode of that. Okay. That later. I, I, I did too. I'm so glad you watched it. Let's get to it coming up. Stick around, everybody. We got a lot to get to here this afternoon because while this Westbrook stuff was the front page early this morning, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson took some of the shine, although I know that this is the story most people want to talk about. We're going deeper into it. Yeah, if you want to get in, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Stick around. Clinton Yates is in. What you need to know next, this is Sedano and Cap. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.